0: Thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. And I heard about this country grandmother. And she would go out on her front porch every morning and thank God for another day. Her neighbor didn't believe in God and he would shout back, there is no such thing as the Lord. One day he overheard her asking God to give her some groceries for the week. He snuck over the next morning and put some groceries on her front porch. She got up and said, thank you Lord, you did it again. He laughed and laughed and said, hey God didn't give this to you, these groceries, I put them there. And she says, Oh Lord, thank you so much. You not only gave me these groceries, but you made the devil pay for it. (laughs) That's a good one, isn't it? You know, I really believe it's time. It's time. It's time. I was driving my car on Wednesday as I was preparing this talk for this morning and tonight. And I really felt uh, in in the Lord's timing that it's time. There's there's some things that are going on. I'll show you about, uh, share about tonight. And I was driving my car and suddenly God says, it's time. I started to cry. I said, time for what? You know, and I think I kind of know what was going on, but I was like, what's happening? And I was even looking outside like this for the elements. It was just a blue sky. It was almost like this convergence of like the elements. I said, what's happening right now? I said, it's time. It's time. I said, wow. And then God started to speak to me about all kinds of stuff, which we're talking about tonight. And we're going into with this, um, with this 21 days of prayer and fasting, which is going to be just an amazing time. You know, just about prayer and fast. just for a moment, um, that the, the fast that we're doing and the, the, the prayer, it's really about us coming into alignment with the Holy Spirit. It's really about us abiding in Him. It's really about us spending some time with God. Because that's the most important relationship that we have. It's amazing. Jesus is our roommate, you know, in our heart because he lives there with you by his Holy Spirit. But it's amazing how many Christians don't spend time with their roommate. And so this is a time that we can start saying, hey, just don't leave him sitting there on his bed wanting to talk to you. Why don't you go over, say hi to Jesus, you know, and say, Jesus, I want to spend some time with you. So why don't we take maybe some food that you want to do, then it's fine. I'm not doing much food of that stuff. I don't like it. I like food too much. Um, but there's other fasts that you want to do. It's meant to be laughing a little bit, but you're not really laughing. I'm a very serious bunch here tonight. Uh, the thing is, though, the whole idea is of the fast is that you fast something that you normally would do, and you say, no, instead of doing that, I'm going to do this. I'm going to spend time with you, Holy Spirit. Now, I think it's a bigger fast for most people to just get off this amazing phone that we have, you know. Because everybody's just like tick, 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 the whole day long, you know. And every night just before you go to bed, tick, 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 I do too. And the thing is, that what about the stopping that at 9 o'clock? I say, Lord, the next hour, I'm not going to have this phone. I'm going to put it down. I'm going to actually read your word. Yeah. Well, that'd be something special, you know. So I think as we look looking at about the whole thing of getting into habits this year, and the whole thing of let the Holy Spirit build some life, because we're talking about being established this year in the Holy Spirit, one of the main things and the most important thing in our life is to be established in our relationship with God. Amen? That's the only, come on, It's number one. It's Christianity 101. But it's amazing that some of us get so busy in life, including myself. Man, I'm talking to myself as much as I'm talking to you right now. I get so busy with Christian things. I get so busy with important things, family things, whatever I get involved with. And sometimes I don't have time for God. And I need time. You need time. And so that's why we have like 21 days that we can say hey, we want to get another rhythm into our lives that just kind of focuses on the Lord on a regular basis and build a habit of prayer and intimacy and abiding with him. Is that right? Yeah. Cuz all good things come from God in the end. He is our life giver. Everything comes from everything you will ever need comes from him. Amen. 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 So that's why a life of prayer is very very important. Now, you got to really watch your life of prayer. When you start doing this kind of stuff, it's amazing how many times you get distracted with all kinds of... Well, phone calls shouldn't be because you just turn off that phone. But you know, all kinds of stuff still in your mind and stuff like that. It's sometimes hard. You really got to guard these times. It's so easy to start well and just after two days, you just forgot about this whole thing, you know. That's why we kind of do a 21 thing because it actually gets you going of, hey, I'm reminded about we're actually doing this together 21 days. That's actually quite good. So give it a bit of a bit of impetus for you and help for all of us to kind of make time in our lives and hopefully after that, it'll be just a lifestyle. You keep on doing this stuff all the time. But you got to guard these things amen we got to regard these things so what i said last week i just want to repeat for a moment because we talked about being fruitful in our lives being fruitful and prosperous in our lives always happens when we abide in christ when we have this beautiful relationship in christ that will really start to show in your life and start to feed your life in every way and we saw last week that the guy and the girl it says in, in, in the passion translation psalm 1 what the light comes to those who follow god's ways Their pleasure and passion is remaining true to the word I am, meditating day and night in his true revelation of light. They'll be standing firm like a flourishing tree, planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss, bearing fruit in every season of their lives. They are never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. Now I want to be like that. Do you want to be like that? It says there when we are rooted. This was our, our marriage scripture, our wedding uh, scripture when we got married Catherine, like 30 years ago. Because we want to be rooted in God. We want to be rooted in the river of God. This tree that is always fine. I love this whole thing. Like Never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, ever prosperous. That's what I want in my life. Meditating day and night it says here. Not just once in a while. You know, day and night. There's a sense of the Holy Spirit abiding all the time, you know, and this whole thing of relationship with him, it's a priority in our lives. See, Jesus talked about this. To be fruitful, you got to abide in me. This is what he said. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. you who abides in me and I in him bear m- bears much fruit. For without me, you can't do nothing. Anything. You can't do nothing. That's what they say these days. But you can't do anything. You know what I mean? It's amazing. We need to abide in him because the life comes from him. It is from Him. So it's important that we abide in God. Amen? And the fruit comes out of our lives when we abide in God. And there's so much what God wants to do in and through our lives. There's so much harvest around us. There's so much going on. The fruit is hanging from trees. The harvest is ripe. It is ripe for harvesting. It's ripe to be picked. God so wants to impact our city. He wants to impact your friends. And the people all around us, this nation, such a small nation, people still ca- keep telling me overseas guests come here. And they say it to me, Gideon, how come you haven't saved all these people here? There's only 4 million people in the city, in this nation. In America, about 400 and something million, you know, in India, you got, I don't know how many billion, you know. And the thing is though, you know, in a sense of, you know, 400, there's only 4 million and 30 million sheep. They always said that too, you know, like make it feel bad, you know. In the sense of, come on, what have you done, you know, let's get going, let's get this nation saved, you know. So I think it's important God has such a wonderful, wonderful passion for our city. Amen? Yeah. Now I know it's very hot. Is it, is it cool enough for you? Are you happy? Yeah, Okay. it's very quiet out there. Are you guys all right? Okay. <clears throat> there are now 7 billion people on the planet. 7 billion people. That is more than all the combined generations together that ever existed on planet Earth. And you and I are planted right now, today, for us to impact this world. Isn't that amazing? Only 200 years ago, there were only 1 billion people on this planet. Since 1974, every 12 years, a billion more people are coming onto the Earth. There's more people now that need to be saved, be planted in a church, get born again, all this kind of stuff, than ever before in the history of the world. The harvest is ready. The fruit is ready for picking. This is not a time of small thinking. This is not a time of holding back. It is not a time of comfortable Christianity. It is not even a time of taking it easy. But it's a time of harvest. It's a time of revolution. It's a time of reformation. It's a time of the whole holy spirit going in power into our nation into your life and through your life and op- opposing the, the the things from the devil that come at us and to overcome by the power of the cross the power of jesus so god says to us to arise he wants us to arise i know you just came i know you just came from the beach it's really hard to get into that i, I this was on the beach an hour ago Do what what, what? The thing is though, get, get ready in your spirit to arise. There's nothing wrong with going to the beach. I would have done the same if I have time. But I had to preach. I had the newcomer's thing and I preached got to preach tonight. To play the good day. I was a busy day for me today. So I couldn't go to the beach, right? But the thing is that I would have gone to the beach too. So well done for going to the beach. But stay with me because you can't just go to the beach like this and not have your, have, have, have your life impact. I want my life to count. I've got a race to run. You've got a race to run. All these people on the beach who don't know Christ, and probably 80% are like this on the beach, they're, they're facing a Christless eternity. And yeah, we can be lying in the sun and all this kind of stuff. And I do the same. But sometimes it's also a reality track. There's a, there's a train coming. It's coming right at you. There's something coming up. And if you're not in the game, you have a big problem. And I think sometimes we've got to feel the weight of go to all the world and make disciples of all nations. Because God wants... The fullness of Gentiles, we don't know how many there is, but he wants a lot of people with him in heaven. Amen. And so it's our job to see them go into heaven. I'm so excited about this. But I tell you, this will not happen by just a little planning meeting or just kind of be, you know, do some little things. No, I believe and we believe together that this starts to happen when we start to have a life of prayer in our life. That we start abiding with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who's got almighty power to empower us to do the job. We can't do it by ourselves. Who are we? But God has said us you are sons and daughters of God and I'm going to use you yeah. by the power of the Holy Spirit so that we become a people of prayer yeah. we become a people of praise we become a people of proclamation we become a people of prophecy yeah. we become a people of power yeah. we become a people of worship and I tell you, when we start to become a people of power and worship and all this kind of stuff, and we start to abide in this powerful, powerful relationship with God, He will start making a way. Because yeah, yeah. He's building His church. Yeah. He just wants to use you. He's got nobody else. He's a spirit. He's not a human being, is He? Anyway, so that's really good, right? So God wants to use you. The atmosphere is around you. He wants to use the atmosphere. And the atmosphere, the best for you to change your life and to start coming and aligning yourself with God himself is to spend time with him because that starts rubbing off. I know God has already put a spirit in you. It's like him. But often we are far away from that spirit in the sense of the likeness of that, you know. And he wants to kind of see us kind of come into tandem with that and start living this way and start feeling this way and start praying this way and start, you know, have this life because then it starts to, hey, you're actually different. I heard a story yesterday uh, of somebody uh, who got filled with the Holy Spirit and joy started to come out of his life. And his thing is, he actually got sacked. He lost his job. And the reason why he lost his job, because he's too happy, he must be on drugs or something. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's very sad, really, in some ways. But the thing is, at least something was happening in his life that's a bit different than the ordinary Christmas, Christian. Christmas. Christian, you know, like I said last week, I know somebody who was five years working with somebody, didn't even know I was a Christian. You work for five years with a person you don't know is a Christian. I want the cover. Come on. Undercover. I want to be a history maker. I want my life to count in this way. We live in the most powerful hour of the church, I believe, in the world at the moment. And it's time for us to rise up and be counted. It's a day of revival, a day of outpouring, a day of the moving of the Holy Spirit, like never before. I love Paul talking in Corinthians about this. He says, I has not seen, ears not heard, mind is not received. The things that God has planned for those who love him and the Holy Spirit makes it manifest in the, in the world. I love this in the Passion. It says, things never discovered or heard of before, things beyond our ability to imagine. Isn't it wonderful that he's given us amazing imagination, God, to imagine things and to plan things. I mean, it's beautiful what, man, what people, man, mankind can make. It's just incredible. It's all given by God and we should give credit to God, you know, but it's beautiful like this. But it says here, even beyond your wildest imaginations are the things that God has prepared for us. You know, and the things, what's happened is, there's sometimes you think, oh, what are all these things, you know? I tell you, the way we know and the way we actually get into that kind of stuff is through prayer. Because when we get in the secret place with him, he actually starts telling us. And you say, oh, that's a good idea. I, I have so many times, I told you guys, my spa is my kind of place. You know, my little haven, my, my thing. And, um, <clears throat> and I go there all the time. It's my cave, they call it, main cave. Okay, man cave. But it's like, It's glorious. And the thing is though in the spa I get such amazing ideas. And I write them down off the straight away afterwards. I record them on my phone and said, this is amazing. I'm not that smart. This is, this is the Holy Spirit. I know it's the Holy Spirit because I'm I, honestly it's not me. So I get all these ideas. What do you mean I'm not as smart? It's not very nice to say that that's <laughs> true. Somebody tell my wife off. <laughs> you know? We're all not that smart, you know, I know people who've got, received formulas of God to, to do certain things, you know, and become multi-millionaires, which is kind of a nice added bonus, you know, a blessing to be blessed. Awesome. Come to our church. The thing is, the issue, the, 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 the issue is, the issue is not that. The issue is that the formulas, God knows everything. And the thing is, though, where you find it is actually in God. So why don't you go to God first? Why don't you go to God first and he'll give you some stuff. You know, he will show you some stuff and some stuff that you can, you know, can, can care about and do this kind of stuff. I love this kind of stuff, you know. I love this spending 20, 21 hour prayer and, and, and thing. I love that because we really are positioning ourselves with God. And who knows what's going to come out of it. But what is going to come out of it, I believe, is you're going to change. How can you change if you spend time with the Creator of the universe? You know, something has to change, you know. And so why don't you say, God, bring it on? Why don't you say, God, bring it on right now? God, bring it on. Bring it on, Lord, in our lives. Bring it on. That's our prayer. We have so much power, you know. The same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead lives in us. But we will not see these things in our lives without prayer. Without accessing these things of God. Power of prayer. The power of the Holy Spirit. Nothing moves except through prayer. Nothing moves that is valuable. Except through prayer and because in prayer we start accessing the power of God we start accessing the fullness of God we start accessing the wisdom of God everything that we need is in God we need some power amen why don't you say to your neighbor you need some power you need some power you know Jesus says you cannot do this Christian life you can't you can't live this new testament life You can't, he says, you know, before he says, before he went away in Acts, he says, hey, before I send you out, go into the world, you know, and and make disciples of all nations, he says, go and go pick up the Holy Spirit. Because he's going to give you the power to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to see manifestation of his presence and see all those things to get people saved. It's all through the power of the Holy Spirit. So we need the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Amen? Amen. The power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I know that we are filled with the river. I know that we are filled with the Holy Spirit. I get it. If you're a Christian anyway, you are filled. There's a river out here. But the thing is though, sometimes it's hard to access this stuff. And we find when we start praying, this this river starts swelling up. It's like this thing starts to happen in your life. It's important that we spend time with God. The river starts rising. The fire starts burning in your life. It's like popping a cork. In your spirit. It's like opening a bottle. It's like rubbing a genie out of a bottle. Boom. I want to show you for one minute something that's very prophetic. Catherine and I have been waiting for uh, since last October uh, to release this um, into our church. It's a word from uh, Chuck Pierce, who's a powerful prophet in America. And we were in Israel with him last uh, October. And suddenly in the middle of the meeting, he stops And he says, he turns to us about those two couples here from New Zealand, two pastor couples here. And he starts speaking to us. And you need to hear this because it's a word for us. Now, we have couples from New Zealand here. Raise your hands. And New Zealand is here. The Lord says, I've been waiting to uncourt New Zealand. Says, this will be the year I start popping the corks on that which has been bottled up. And I say to you, there will start being a pouring out in New Zealand that causes such a confusion through the land that many will say, bring on the outpouring, bring on the outpouring. I say, get ready for the corks is about to be popped, and what has been corked up for 40 years in New Zealand is going to be poured out. Now, I don't know if you, are you excited about this? The cork is about to pop. Now, the thing is though, even since October, I've been meditating on this thing, what on earth is his 40 years, and only this week, God give me the revelation, only this week, because I was saying, 40 years, what happened? I talked to Ann Morrow, or Peter Morrow, the great leader here in the city, you know, and almost got it was 30 years ago. He was the church, blah, blah, blah. I didn't know what was 40 years ago. I don't know. But then I heard today, and I want to talk about that in a minute about something else, but the, 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 today, that 40 years ago, it was James Jordan who actually got the revelation and gave the revelation of the Father, heart of God to this nation. Catherine got saved 40 years ago. One of the most important things to ever know sonship, the ministry to all the orphans. All of us are orphans before we come to God, away from God, prodigals. What a powerful thing. But I said, Lord, there's more. Come on, what is, what is it? What is it? What is it? And suddenly God said, It's a generation, Gideon. 40 years is a generation. I said, There's a new generation. There's a new generation of people, young people, old people. It's not about age. A lot of you are young. I'm older. You can be eighty-five, I don't care what you are, but it's a new generation because 40 years ago there was the and this morning was confirmed by somebody who was in this church, they were part of the Jesus movement and the charismatic renewal in those days, 40 years ago. And so, and so for 40 years since then, it is our run right now. And it's almost the way I see it, it's almost like like an earthquake. You know, this kind of pressure is building up. This pressure is building up, but suddenly the cork, boom, suddenly there's an earthquake, and like this this cork is you know, kind of, this, this water, this, this bottle has been blown, like waiting, waiting for us, our time. And so that's why when I came this week, I said, Lord, what's going on? He said, it's time. I said, it's time for what? It's time for this to happen, this cork. And I thought, shivers, we've got to release this word and things are happening and things are lining up. It's just a timing. And so I am believing for that. I'm believing for that. I'm believing that I hear from God and I believe it's for us. For the church, not only for our church, it's for the church. Like it's a prophetic word, if you like, or whatever, his prophetic word. But it's right now in the world. God wants to do some amazing things in us. There's an acceleration. Catherine had this word to advance this week, this year, establishing, but also advancing. God wants to advance his church, and the, the gates of hell shall not prevail against him in Jesus' name. And so we need to pray. And the reason why, because to access all this stuff and to go where God wants us to go, we need to, we need to be in, in, in this place. We need to kind of spend time with Him. Time in His presence to get His strategies and the timings of the, of the various things. So the, the life of prayer is the most important thing that you will ever do in your life. Amen? So important. And prayer is the answer of almost everything in your life. I love this in James 5. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. I'm not still praying to God. You're singing to God, right? Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church and let them pray for him. Anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. See, the the, the answer to your troubles, the answer to your questions, the answer to all the things that are going on is actually found in God. Even when you're cheerful and you have no worries in life, then he says to sing to Him. Yes. Everything is Him. From Him and to Him and for Him are all things. Yes. So why don't we spend some time with Him and see what will happen in this way. We got to go to God in whatever situation. Go bad time, good time, go to God. I'm so glad that these days that, that they don't have, you don't come to me or to Catherine or to your life group leaders. It's not about us. Go to God first with your problems. He's got the answers. I don't have many answers. Catherine's got a lot more answers. You know, but there's not that many answers. The thing is though, you have to learn. I have to learn. And I got to equip you to learn that you are going to be dependent on God. Because he's the answer for your life. He's the answer for your marriage. He's the answer for your kid. He's the answer for everything in your life to go to God. Don't go to outside sources, you know, and this kind of stuff. And ask this and that person and what this kind of stuff, you know. Go to God. Go to God first. There's nothing wrong with getting some advice and going to pray. That's fine. But go to God first. Amen. Yes. Amen. Thank you for those five people that agree with me. Paul says, "For this reason, I bow my knees." And he, he in Ephesians, he talks about Ephesians and it's a wonderful prayer that he starts praying in the Ephesian church. But for this reason, I bow my knee. For what reason do you bow your knee? For a reason, you bow your knee. Let's start this year on our knees. Let's start this year on our knees. And as we start this year on our knees, we'll, we'll finish the year standing strong in our lives. Let's start with God. Let's start with intimacy. Let's start with abiding in Him. See, if we start this year with, hey, I know what I'm doing. I'm good whether you've asked God or not. And you've got a bit of a haughty thing going on or whatever. You've got all this New Year's resolution and whatever else. But you can't do And you can't. I'm going in this year. You might find that without God, you're at the end of the year. You'll be on the ground like this again. and say, Lord, help me. I don't know what I'm doing. And I suggest that we start doing it first. Why don't we go for God first? Instead of always have to go at the end of the thing, you know. To say, man, I mucked it up again. Why don't we start going to God right now? Because it's much better for you. We start on our knees, humbling our hearts before Him. And we get the answers for our family and for our life in every way. It's time to seek the Lord. It's time to seek the Lord. And you know, it's even more power when we seek the Lord together. That's what we're going to seek the Lord together. We're going to pray together. We're going to have three Fridays, this coming Friday, the following Friday, the following Friday. We're going to have this prayer and worship thing here. Just go, yeah, just go worship and go pray and just see what God does. You know, it's like just be led by his Holy Spirit. I think it's absolutely amazing. You know what's going to happen in in this time. You know, I heard the other day of a pastor uh, called Chris Hodges uh, from Church of the Highlands. It's a kind of very popular church now in America. And they have one of the great revivals right now in America. And uh, he was saying that they have 18,000 people praying every day at 6 a.m. in the morning. Okay, 18,000 people, 6 a.m. every day. Now, I don't know if they all gather every day. I don't know how they do it. But it's incredible what's happening. And they're believing a shift of God for America, you know. By the way, did you know, I just heard from the other day, did you know that um, Trump... Whether you like him or not, I don't really care. But the thing is, though, uh, the other day, he got the Bethel guys to come in for church to anoint all the doorposts in the, in the Oval Office and all the, the whole thing. Did you know that? It's amazing. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Watch, watch, watch what happens when we start to pray in this kind of stuff. It's amazing. I want to see an awakening in New Zealand. I want to be an awakening in Christ. I want an awakening in me. I want an awakening in myself. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draw this thing around myself I said, Lord, awaken this person in Jesus' name. I want to be awakened. I hope you do the same. I want to be awakened in this process to be, to be an awesome guy, you know, in this of It's a time to diligently seek him. It says, Hebrews 11, it says, Without faith it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. That is habitually. That is on a regular basis. We seek him. We spend time with Him. Not that we've lost Him, you know, seeking Him. Like, where's Jesus? I don't know where Jesus is. Although some of you feel like, well, where's Jesus? You know, you can't find Him. But the thing is, though, He's right there. It's just that seeking Him is like coming into contact with Him. Focus on Him. Let Him be your Lord and your guide in every way. It is so important to make Him a priority in our lives. Amen? Yeah. You know, and when we start abiding in Him, faith starts coming. Yeah. You know, I was this morning, like a little, um, even more than tonight... I was a little um, um, bunny. What do you call these things again? Energizer bunny, you know? I mean, I couldn't wait to come here. I couldn't wait to worship. I couldn't wait to release what we're going to release. I couldn't wait to preach. I couldn't wait to play. I was just on as high. There's faith in me, like, rah, you know? But you know what happened? It was not there last week. I mean, there's still faith in me, and I, I'm still rah, on a general basis. You know? I'm like, here, right? Most of you are probably here, right? But I'm pretty, pretty here, like rah, you know. But now I was like rah, like here, you know. But the reason why I was rah here, you know, why? It's not because I just have some thing. I got no sugar, no, no, no drugs, no caffeine, no sex, yes, but no, whatever, you know. You know? I mean, you know. The thing is though, what? I don't have all this stuff. It is all me. There's nothing else there to kind of, mm, you know. But it's the Holy Spirit. See, I started spending some time with the Holy Spirit and I come out like this, you know, it's like amazing. So I can't, I can't wait for the whole church to spend some time with the Holy Spirit, like, you know, some quality time. Can you imagine what's going to happen in our lives? Yeah. And I want to continue this, guys. We can all be like this. And it is so much fun because we were all meant to be intoxicated. Intoxicated? Intox- <laughs> intoxicated. We were all meant to be. We were made to be Intoxicated. It's true. It says everybody does the wrong things. The whole world don't know the Holy Spirit. Even Christians don't even know the Holy Spirit sometimes. He says, don't get drunk on wine. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's meant to be a similar experience. Intoxication. Happy. Energizer bunny. I mean, he's pretty powerful, you know. Otherwise, don't, don't, don't diminish him, you know. He's big. He's big. Let him be big in your life, guys. Let him be big in your life. Faith will, you know, the faith will come and, and rise and we'll see stuff happen. What is your expectation for this year? I heard about the story the other day about a town in Bloemfontein in, um, in South Africa. And I heard, I know the, the exact story. But Apparently uh, what happened was only 380,000 people at that time. And this, this pastor, and they, they really were believing for 10%. In his, in his office he had, Lord give us 10% of the city. Pretty, like, I'll be everywhere, 2%. 10% of the city. And they they built this church of 40,000 people with more than 10% of the city. Then the next thing, now it's bigger. I I checked out Flumfantais, 500,000 people. They said now they're going to go for 20%. Give us 20% of the city. That's pretty audacious, isn't it? Here we are sitting with 100 and something people. You know? We're talking about 500 people coming to faith every day for a while. That's incredible. That's smaller than Christchurch. They're not more special. I know South Africa is very special. God bless you. God bless you. They're very special people, you know. Like, they're amazing people. They're, most of them are Dutch heritage. That's why they're so special, you know, because if, if it ain't Dutch, it ain't much. So that's the whole thing, though. You know, it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, you can throw things at me, it's fine. Just trying to lighten you up a little bit. It's so serious, you guys, you know. So, what is your expectation in life? What is your expectation? I tell you where expectation can come from is you spend some time with God. Lord, what do you want? What is your expectation from me this year? And pick up some expectation from God. Come on, let's, let's remember more than we can imagine. Let's try to imagine some stuff that God wants to do. Wouldn't it be amazing? Yeah. The church going forward and rising in a way that we've never seen before. See if the flame of prayer is low in your life, then the circumstances of a negative nature will start to rise more, and, and some of the imp- impotency of your ministry will will increase in your life, and I've seen it actually in my life, I've seen sometimes when I don't spend as much time with the Lord, there's just not as much power there, now it is there, but I have not accessed this power, I'm not living in this stream, and so I'm telling to myself, I mean it's all for me, and also for you, that we can have things in our lives that is just absolutely amazing, all this ministry is not depending on all the stuff that we do right here. But the thing of ministry, the, the stuff that we will last forever and the grandeur of our ministry, what do you call it? The, 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 the effectiveness of our ministry is depending on how deep we are in prayer. How deep we are in prayer. You know, nothing happens without somebody praying for it. I was, did not say this morning about the Brazilians, but did you know that my father, uh, the Brazilians would be very, very generous to us. They, they helped us last year to go for all these trips to uh, Israel and stuff. There's all these people here. And the thing is that my father was a missionary, you know, in Brazil. For every year, for many years, when I was growing up, he would go for six or, two, or even two months, he would go to Brazil, up to Amazon, to the Indians, very dangerous. I don't know if I'm going to have my dad back, because they kill people there. They eat people. They eat uh-huh. people. I thought they're gonna eat my dad, you know. And all the piranhas, you know. I have the (laughs) one, you know. But the thing is, though, I know that I stand on his shoulders. I know what he sacrificed there, I know what he did. And so I see the Brazilians coming here. And today even Apostle uh, thingy said to me, he says to me, Hudson, he says to me, he says, he says, there's a connection here, Gideon. I believe there's a connection with our lives. You'll come to Brazil and things were happening, Guys, we are a generational stuff. All the prayers of your family, your mother, your father, whoever, your grandmother, whatever, they're not falling to the ground. All those prayers are in the atmosphere and they're going to come to pass. Even for our kids, maybe your kids that are far away from God, we're going to start believing that they're going to come to God. They're going to have a revelation of God. They're going to come with the power of God. Amen? We're going to believe that. Almost done. So we, maybe you want to join me start playing, maybe something. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to have my family in church. I'm so blessed to have Saskia, this beautiful worship leader and singer. And... Calm down. And. Uh, and uh, Jonathan, a very handsome son, you know, you know, he started with us when he was fif- 15 years old doing sound for us, 15 years old, 10 years ago, this Friday, 15th anniversary. He was doing sound, little thing, you know, 15 years old, faithfully setting up church with me, a big truck, you know, we'll see some more in the weekend, next weekend. He's faithful. You know, God's going to reward this guy, and it's something that I can't talk about. He's already doing it right now. He's faithful. And so he's faithful serving his mom and dad. It's not the easiest, you know, to hear your father preach every week, you know. It must be, must be hell on earth, you know, for some people like this, you know. It's like unbelievable, you know. he are listening to my dad. You're a teenager, you know, like 15 years old. Like, really? He was faithful, see. And God will rise him up and raise him up. He will, he will go very far, what he has done in his life. And so the thing is, though, and uh, we honor you, Jonathan. We honor you, Jonathan. still available. He's still available. Guys, I don't know what your expectation is, but I, I pray that in our time, 21 days of, of prayer and fasting, worship, that we will find a new place in God, all of us. All of us will go into a place that we've never been before. And I pray that God will build us up in a way that we've not been built up before. I pray that you will find your own personal awakening in a way that you've maybe not had before. That, wow, that will fuel, fuel your passion for him and fuel your passion for the lost and that we together in unity, because that's where the strength is in unity. That we will see incredible things happen through our lives together. Through this church, through your ministry, wherever you are serving, you know. Maybe you are, whatever you are, a builder or you are a student. That's your ministry. And we want to bless you for your ministry. I've got my ministry. I'll do this kind of stuff. You've got your ministry. And we, we love you and we believe in you. And we believe you have the anointing in your workplace to be all that God wants you to be and also that you can be an expression of Christ there in just the most beautiful way. You know, maybe you're anxious at the moment. Maybe you are struggling. Maybe you are, feel weak. It says in Isaiah that they, those who wait upon the Lord, they will renew their strength. And they will run, not get weary. They will walk and not faint. When we build our lives around God, when we spend time with God, energy comes. You become an energy energize a bunny you get re-energized with the energy of the holy spirit and that's the most beautiful thing that i know this river the ruach breath of god is blowing on you and you feel so like wow it's so beautiful in my life that's what i want for all of us